when when I hear people in church even they say you know I got to get out of the way and let the younger people run the church I want you know younger people mentored by people who are in that quote-unquote retirement age that was Ben Tages talking about the next important life and retirement question that you have to answer does it matter hey everybody Jared Sebesta here co-host of retire repurposed on behalf of Ben Tages and myself we're so glad that you are joining us here today Well, on the show, we challenge people to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Have you ever tried to think outside the box of what retirement should look like for you? Believe it or not, you have been spoon-fed over the years a specific way society would like you to view your life by the time you retire. We're going to talk about that a bit on today's show. Society's going to tell you things like retirement is now all about you when you can truly live and be happy if you could just finally be free from the confines of work and in fact if you can eliminate work from the life equation you've won and the more of very little you can do the more you're doing it right in retirement well we offer a different solution and a different narrative on this show Unfortunately, this retirement paradigm has given work and adding value a bad name. In fact, many people we know of are ashamed when they choose to work in retirement because it's viewed by their peers and family as failing in retirement. And because of these misnomers and flaws in the retirement model, it can leave retirees wanting more, missing out, and wondering, does it even matter? So if you're new to the show, welcome. We speak a different language regarding retirement, so I hope you are ready. Well, a rapidly changing world along with a loss in identity and purpose can oftentimes lead a retiree to face the difficult question, does it matter? The truth is many retirees get used to the idea of being let down or lose hope by what was supposed to be the is-all, end-all season of life. In this podcast, Ben Tages talks about how retirement was never designed to fulfill the life of a retiree, and he gives four specific reasons why, yes, it does matter. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody. We are continuing this series on difficult life questions. We are continuing this series with the next question, does it matter? We're so glad you are joining us here today. We've got a great show on tap. So again, just another phenomenal episode here. We are glad you're joining us. Before we get started, just a reminder, we have a brand new Facebook group called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. This Facebook group is made just for you. If you're of retirement age, approaching retirement, all the things you need to know, this is the best way to connect with everything that we talk about on the show. Lots of times we'll have uh, links to studies, charts, pictures, um, you know, the podcast replays all on there. So if you're on Facebook, go to facebook.com, search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement to join this growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Ben Tages joins me on the show here today, and we have spent now, it looks like about four episodes, talking about what we would call life's most difficult questions. We've covered who am I? We've covered where do I belong? We've covered what am I supposed to do? And Ben, last week we talked about have I done enough? Man, that is such an important question that people 
maybe don't have the guts to really face in the mirror that this is a question that, that that's uh, uh, maybe troubling them in some ways. Yeah, I think it's one that I I resonate with. You know, I'm kind of a my tendencies tend to fall on achievement, and tendencies tend to be um, you almost workaholism. I think when people um, look at have I done enough, the the it, it oftentimes comes comes back to our identity. We're trying to fill a void with of something, mm-hmm. and uh, many times we're we're looking for that achievement to do that. And I've struggled with that. You know, trying to um, just think, oh, I'll do a little more. I'll I'll, I'll create more. I'll yeah. build something bigger. And today's show is actually actually will tie right back into that. Yeah, huge, huge question today. Does it matter? But before we get to that, again, last week's show talking about have I done enough? You know, it came from the heart of, you know, when can you give yourself permission to rest? We all recognize that rest, especially earned rest, is important. But, you know, where's the line? Where is the, you know, the the difference between, you know, being too invested in achievement, but yet giving yourself some permission to say, you know, I have done enough and I do allow myself to have a little bit of rest here. Yeah, well, it comes down to you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, am I if I'm doing that work and I'm trying to fill a void that we know that work and achievement can't fill, mm-hmm. and that's really what I'm trying to do, I, I'm going to get let down because I'm going to see that down the road, no matter where I achieve the next thing, I want the next thing. Mm-hmm. The next thing, if I'm if I'm doing it to fill that hole that we know can't be filled by things of this world, no. that's when I think you, you're, you're across that line. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. And that was really my main takeaway from last week's show. So if you missed that show, have I done enough? Again, we answered that question last week. Go to your favorite podcasting platform. We're on iTunes. We're all over the place. We got lots of new listeners too because we've joined a number of new platforms here just in the last couple of weeks and months. But go back, Listen to that show, and maybe you have somebody in your life that maybe, as a high achiever, perhaps uh, you know dances that line of a workaholic. Maybe he or she is retired, approaching retirement. This would be a great show for them to listen to again. So go check that out. Okay, so we're going to talk about our question today: Does it matter? Obviously, I think you probably know the answer to that question, but where do you want to start with kind of dissecting this particular question? Well, let's tie into you know last week's show kind of and, and what we've been talking about with that achievement mindset. And I think if you start with why I think it matters when we chase after you know the, the typical American dream or the typical like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to retire and do nothing. I'm going to look like society wants me to look in retirement yeah. where I focus on my needs. I think you're going to be just so disappointed with the results because I've seen that. I've seen people walk through that. So I'll start with, does it matter if I just work or if I just work for a while and then retire as if, you know, society tells me I should retire? Well, it matters, first of all, to you. Mm-hmm. You will not be uh, come into a place of fullness and be where God created you to be in retirement if you're retiring the way society mm-hmm. would tell you you retire. Yeah, so this, this doesn't matter. Yes, it does. And this is going to be the first thing we're going to talk about here. Does it matter? Yes, it does. And it matters to you. I wanted you to, 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 to answer this question because you, you mentioned it. You said, I've seen it. I, I I would venture to guess a lot of people that you have helped retire, you know, the hundreds, if not thousands over the course of two decades. Do they come out swinging with this particular question or is it weaved into some of the other dialogue, some of the, the other ideas or mindsets they have? How, how does this question or lack thereof an answer for it come out that you've seen over the years? 
Well, mostly it comes out from people watching what's go around, what's going on in society around them. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, you know, I can't make a difference. You know, what, what, what good can an old guy like me really do? Um, you know, I'm retired. I'm getting going to retire. I'm kind of becoming less, less uh, impactful anyway. You know, I mean, I, I was pushed out of my job. I got to quote unquote retirement age mm-hmm. and, and they start to see as if they can't do it. Right. They're, they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make a difference anyway. So it, it doesn't really matter if I just go ahead and just take my restful retirement years like I'd always planned. Mm. Um, that's how it tends to come out. It's not as if they get into retirement right away and say, yeah, I, I don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's more, you know, they see things around them. are like, I can't really, I can't change it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they, they have kind of a mindset of like kind of a shrug my shoulders. So I guess I can't, I can't change it. So I, 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 I shouldn't even try. It's kind of the Eeyore mentality a little bit, right? Yeah, it is. And I think, um, w- when I look at that mentality, I see people that kind of are like, yeah, it, it just retirement, just let me down. It's just the way it is. And that's, I, I think, um, I think of the book, mere Christianity by CS Lewis, and he talks specifically to this idea, maybe not in in the words of what a retiree might be feeling or facing, mm-hmm. but but more. I mean, every time I read Jared, I'm thinking, how can I apply this knowledge? How can I apply this book, this podcast, whatever it is, to a retiree? Right. And, and I I heard this uh, recently, and Tim Keller, obviously, he passed away here, um, you know, a, a little while back, and um, he was a huge C.S. Lewis fan. I was listening to one of his interviews, and he made this um, really this great tie to how people are. Let down in life when they're trying to fill that void mm. with with things that um, really can't fulfill them because they're of this world. Mm. So he quoted in Mere Christianity, he says, there's all sorts of things in this world that offer to give it to you, but they never quite keep their promise. Mm. And I, I read that and I thought, this is kind of what retirees many times feel. Mm-hmm. And and he said, you know, many times that, that people are searching for things that really they want the world to fulfill, but they find out that really it, no. it can't. It can't not fill them. And he went on further in that chapter um, in Mere Christianity. Talk about there's there's really two wrong ways to look at that feeling of like, I'm trying to to fill that void. Two wrong ways and one right way. Hmm. And the first one, he says, is, is really the fool's way. He says, you tend to blame the thing that didn't get you to help you feel the way you thought it would feel, right? So look at a marriage, right? So if we get married and uh, he talks about if you're that, if you're going to look at it in a, the fool's way, right. you're going to get married and then end up blaming your spouse. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up saying, well, there, there's a different woman out there. So yep. I'm going to chase that, right? Yep. And, and success does that too. I'm going to get to this hobby or that hobby. It says, I'm going to travel from continent to continent, from hobby to hobby, always thinking that the the latest is the real thing. I'm always disappointed. So that's what C.S. Lewis says. That's number one. The second way is is the way of the disillusioned, sensible man, he says. And, and this is someone that decides at some point that, you know what, it just it just didn't fulfill me. No. And, and that's I'm just, you know, when I was younger, it seemed like it would. And now I'm just coming to the realization it, it never will. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the retiree we were just talking yeah. about where it's like I, I don't – I, I don't look forward to anything anymore mm-hmm. because I'm so used to, I'm disillusioned. I'm used to things letting me down. Yeah. He says, of course, you know, one feels like, like that when one's young, but by the time you get to the age I am, you've given up chasing rainbows end. Mm. And that I think is that way of the disillusioned man. Yeah. And, and I think C.S. Lewis does such a great job of explaining those two ways that many people look to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We know as a, as a Christian that the only way to, to really 
fill that hole that you're starting to feel, no. whether that be in retirement or any stage of life, it, it's the Christian way. Mm-hmm. And that he does a wonderful job of explaining yeah. is that, hey, you know, a, a baby feels hunger. Good thing. There's food. Yeah. A, a duck, it says, wants to swim. Well, there's such thing as water. And he goes on to say, we are created to have a yearning for fullness through Christ. We are created to be, you know, to, to be his children, yeah. right? To, to be, um, you know, to glorify God. And without that, yeah. you're going to, you're going to be let down. So I go back to, you know, it matters to you, the retiree, because if you are going to retire and just be like, yeah, I can't make a difference. And, you know, yeah, it doesn't, I can't make, I'm not going to change anything. It's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Retirement let me down, but I'm kind of used to being let down by things. Mm-hmm. I think you're looking at that second way, that disillusion, man. Yeah, but there's so much to break down kind of what you just said. The first thing that, that came to mind was the showroom effect. Uh, we've mentioned on the show a long time ago when we first started this podcast is that, Really, there's nothing outside of your creator that can fully, fully make you full or filled. You know what I'm saying? And we do this with everything. We do it with a new car. As you mentioned kind of in your book, Repurpose, you talk about the showroom effect. Like there's this thing that's going to um, fulfill me. We do it with marriage all the time. I, isn't it fun to watch? We've been married now for you know almost a couple of decades. You've been married 20 plus years. But isn't it funny where you see these young couples and... And they're just so excited for the for the wedding day, and they haven't even thought past like day two of marriage. They just they thought like this is going to be the thing, and after this, it's just there's not going to be any more struggles, and everything's going to come to pass, and it will be, you know, daisies and and kitties and puppies. After that, retirement's the exact same way. You've said many times, retirement cannot make you happy. It, it's it's not a thing. It's 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 a thing. It's an external thing outside of the Lord that isn't there to fulfill you. And so I think that that's a, that's a massive thing that we have to continue to harp on this podcast that if you were unhappy before working, before retirement, you're going to be unhappy during retirement because this thing cannot fulfill you. It's not designed to fulfill you, right? No, I mean, it was designed so that if you couldn't work, I mean, retirement right. really came from, you know, the Social Security uh, Administration and, the, you know, having some income there. I mean, you look at, uh, it's it's actually the old age and disabilities. Mm-hmm. That, that's really what right, it is. And right. so when you've gotten to the point where you can no longer work was right. really the intention. Is it not when you didn't want to work. No. Um, and you look back to the beginning of pensions and all that. We've talked about that in other shows, but that that's where it was that's what it's designed to do. It's, right. It wasn't made to, to fulfill, fulfill you. you. Yeah. Your your wife, I hate to say it, Jared, she wasn't actually made to, to fully fulfill sure. you. Can she add joy? Does she add joy? Does I mean, look at my life. I can't imagine it without my wife in it. Yeah. But is was she designed to fulfill me? Yeah, no, no she was designed. Her identity is, you know, she was created for God's glory, mm-hmm. not mine. She yeah. was created for God's glory. Can she fulfill a role and be, can we have a wonderful relationship together? Yes. Um, but it was at her create, was she created for that? No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the dissolution, man, I think that's a really interesting concept. I've never heard that before, but I can, I can just kind of sense and feel and picture the person that's just kind of given up. And, uh, what, a, you know, we maybe even know people that are, that are in that position where they've kind of reached the, the latter phases of their life and they've just kind of, they've thrown in the towel and it's just such a helpless, hopeless feeling to watch people with that, you know, taking this to a spiritual sense. Now, uh, I think that that's exactly where the enemy wants you to think. Um, they want you to, you know, he would love it if you would just kind of give up throwing the towel and just think that it, all hope is lost and, and there's no point. And so, again, to try to fight that and, and not accept that, I think that's a huge part of this, not it, coming to the point where you accept it 
where you know it's just a it's just it is what it is and I have to accept it so I'm just going to move on and just die someday that's unfortunately kind of the way the way it sounds yeah we've talked about you know being too old to work and too young to die that feeling mm-hmm. of I'm just kind of in this season of life and yeah. how sad that is right and I think you know if we're looking for retirement even if it's the best retirement years you have plenty of income you've got everything you wanted but if you're looking for that to fulfill yeah. you if you're looking for that um, you know to to really make you full mm-hmm. um, you're you're looking for something that it was never intended to do. We know as Christians were created to glorify God until you find that place where even in retirement, especially in retirement, where you can do that. We're talking about does it matter? Of course, the answer is yes, it does matter. We got four areas where it matters. We cover the first one, and that is it matters to you. Ben, what's the second one? Well, many times retirees happen to be, you know, the patriarchs of the family, right? And and you look at your family, it matters to them. It absolutely matters. You have, and and sometimes I know when we're, we're aging, it feels like, yeah, they don't want to hang out with grandpa they don't want to. i remember my dad today was just talking he's got back from a uh, fishing trip and they're talking about they, they divide into the boats right there's these four boats and the brothers go out and they got took all took their sons i i couldn't go but uh, my dad said yeah some of them kind of think they got the short end of the stick riding with grandpa and i think sometimes <laughs> right. we feel that way as grandparents it's like yeah um you know does it really matter can i do a lot for my family the answer is absolutely yeah, yes. and you need to yeah. right we talk about legacy all the time uh, with, with people. We say, you know, we want you to differentiate legacy and inheritance. Sure, inheritance is part of passing on. Someday you can pass wealth to the next generation, hopefully before you die, right? right. But w- true legacy that's your people impact. That's yep. what you got to make sure you pass on to your kids, to your family. And that's what lasts, right? Yep. I mean, usually family wealth lasts maybe two generations at the absolute most, mm-hmm. but those, those true legacy things can last forever. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a Western culture thing where there's a bigger separation between grandparents and the younger generations, especially the grandchildren. I think if you study Eastern cultures, um, more ancient cultures, I would say, you know, even in the Jewish and, and, and Christian worlds, you know, they were together. They, they, they were all part of the same community all the time. And so even this idea of, hey, you know, like grandpa and grandma live way over there, you know, son and daughters live over here and the kids are over here. And, and then, you know, again, take that one step further. Once you retire, now you're going to be shipped off to warmer climates and live among that. That's not, uh, that's not really part of God. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, that has gotten away from the, the, the family unit where grandparents can really plug in and impact their kids and grandkids. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
Yeah, it's so important, right? Because we know you're, you're, this, this generation um, is the last tie to what I call the greatest generation, um, which lived the Great Depression, which had those, those family values. And if you're looking around today and you're thinking, how do I make a difference there? Um, it starts right at home within your family. Yeah, I just one more plug too, by the way. We've got lots of online seminars out there. We did one a couple of months ago called Grand Connections, Creating Deep, Meaningful Connections with Grandchildren. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. You can find that replay there. But um, this is the stuff we talk about. Again, if you're new to the show, this is the stuff we're talking about. Does this matter uh, to your family? Is retirement a big deal? You bet it is. And again, there's a lot at stake here. Not to put pressure on you, but there's a lot at stake here. And uh, you have some massive impact to make. All right. So does it matter to you? Yes, it matters to you and your family. What's the third one? Well, it matters to society. I mean, the world around you. I mean, whether that be your your close knit community or or the larger society. I tell you, I, I've I've learned a ton and from reading John Piper over the years. And he um, he has a book, "Don't Waste Your Life," and he specifically references. You know where I'm going, Jared, because you kind of smiled. You, you know, I look at. Um, when John Piper wrote about kind of how um, the American tragedy on not finishing your life, who misses out on that? Not only them, you know, the retiree, but also community. He talks specifically um, about, um, he, he was reading this this story from Reader's Digest in a 1998 edition mm-hmm. where he says that there was this couple who took an early retirement from their jobs in the Northeast five years ago. And I'll just quote it directly here. John Piper wrote in, in that book, Don't Waste Your Life, he said, there's an American tragedy, how not to finish one's life. He said, I'll tell you what the real tragedy is. I will show you how to waste your life. Consider a story from the February 1998 edition of Reader's Digest, which tells about a couple who took an early retirement from their jobs in the Northeast five years ago when he was 59 and she was 51. Now they live in Punta Gorda, Florida, where they cruise on their 30-foot trawler, play softball, and collect shells. And at first, when I read this, I thought it might be a joke, a spoof on the American dream, but it wasn't. Tragically, this was the dream. Come to the end of your life, your one and only precious God-given life, and let the last great work of your life before you give an account to your creator be this, playing softball and collecting shells. Picture them before Christ on the great day of judgment. Look, Lord, see my shells. That is a tragedy. And people today are spending billions of dollars to persuade you to embrace this tragic dream. Over against that, I put my protest. Don't buy it. Don't waste your life. Mm. He, I, I think he nails it there. And again, nothing wrong with retirement, Jared. Mm-hmm. But when, when that is your, your single passion, like, hey, my passion here is to just retire and collect seashells, mm-hmm. man, as a retiree, you're missing out on a lot. Mm-hmm. You're missing out, as we already covered, but society is missing out as well. That's the tragedy of really that American dream. I think we just uh, offended probably a number of people listening Good. here. <laughs> you know, what, what do you say to that, though? You know, again, where's the line? Could, because you could accuse us of talking out of both sides of our mouth where we say, you know, retirement's good and relaxation is good and leisure is good and, and having less stress is good. But then we come back with a, you know, with a John Piper quote where he's basically trashing the whole idea. Where, where's, the, where's the line? The, the line's drawn when we, we forget that we were not created for just mm-hmm. that. We, we will all be answering to our maker someday, right? And God created us to live in that place where we are glorifying him. Now, if you think that traveling aboard a, a, a boat all the time and watching for seashells and walking the beaches of Florida and that's all you're going to do, that 
that will fulfill you or that right. will be a good uh, a good use of your of your time that's how you glorify god well then then that's a, that that's your that's your decision yeah. but what i think it happens is those are all great things in between the other thing can you sure. glorify god doing that is there redemptive qualities in what you're doing you're enjoying god's creation you're probably doing a number of other things but if you're doing this mm-hmm. As if it's a selfish ambition. It's hey, I just want to simply relax and focus on living the American dream. Yeah. I'm not going to help people. I'm going to hang out in the community that looks and acts, and everybody's just like me. I think that's when I think if people are truly honest with what their retirement should look like, yeah. that that's not what it was re- yeah. meant to be. Yeah, exactly. Again, it goes back to this whole retirement lie that I, I mentioned on the show, and I've articulated it a number of different ways, but. Basically, the society is telling you the more of nothing that you can do, the more you are winning. And they'll never come out and say that. That's not what the lie says, but it is implied. And, and I, can, I, I can hear it if you read between the lines when people say things like, hey, what do you got planned today? Nothing. And they're like super excited about that. And while, again, disclaimer. Rest is good. Relaxation is good. That cannot be the end goal. So I think that I think you're onto something there. It's it's a mindset and a heart set. Yeah, and and without you, hear hear this. You are such a powerful group of people. More wealth, more yeah. wisdom than any other before you. So when when I hear people in church, even they say, you know, I got to get out of the way and let the younger people run the church. You know, you hear yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I got I, I I don't want to serve because I, I the younger people should be doing it. I don't want the younger people leading many organizations. I want maybe younger people that have been mentored by people of, sure. of more, you know, wisdom yeah. and, and age. But I don't, I don't want young people doing that. I've yeah. seen them yeah. run run organizations, and many times it's not great. Yeah. So I want people who, you know, younger people mentored mm-hmm. by people who are in that quote unquote retirement age. We've got one left here. Does it matter to you? Yes. Does it matter to your family? Yes. It matters to society. We got about a minute left. Who else does it matter to? Well, it matters to the kingdom of God. I mean, it matters to um, you know, our maker. You know, we, as we said before, God created us really to live with this, this passion to glorify him. We, will, we cannot and will not fully um, come alive and, and live our best life unless we're doing that. I mean, the Bible's so clear on that. It talks about it over and over. I mean, in Isaiah 43, 6, 7, it's, I was created, right? It talks about how we're created for his glory. We're not created for our own. So I think life gets wasted, and this is again from Piper, life gets wasted when we don't live for the glory of God. And, and I mean all of life should be lived for the glory of God. Well, thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like a copy of Ben's book, Repurpose, The Untold Story of Retirement in America, just visit our website, retirerepurposed.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.